Welcome to Annersbrook Church. We hope that this message from our senior leader, Brent Lieberzeit, empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure that you subscribe or visit our website at annersbrook.co.nz for a service near you. Uh, well, the last few weeks we've been on a bit of a journey, so we're going to continue on the journey this morning, if that's all right. I've got my phone number up on the screen, uh, which means that you can text me. And it's all in, in accordance with Joel chapter 2 and, Act, and I think it's Acts chapter 2 as well. And it says this, let's go to the Scripture. Thanks, Mac. Scripture, in the last days, God says, I'll pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. And I just really, I am quite infatuated with the Scripture because I kind of uh, believe that there are uh, three major keys to the last days. Oh, well, there's four really. One, the first one is the major one, which is I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh, uh, on all people. And then the second one is the prophecy. They're going to prophesy. The third one is visions. And the fourth one is dreams. The four major keys of, uh, of the last days. And so I, we've kind of, what we've done is we've opened up this, these services to actually a little bit of equipping, a bit of teaching and a little bit of training, a little bit of practical work of you, for those of you who haven't been here uh, uh, over the last few weeks. So we're going to get into that because I want you involved in that. That's why I've got my number up on the screen here is so that you can actually text me. And what I want you to text me is in regards to what do you believe God wants to say? What is it that God wants to say through you for somebody? Now it might be for the whole church or it might actually be a person, an individual. And it's, uh, it, it's, it's just getting away from the idea that it's all got to come from up the front. But actually, no, this is what we call body ministry. We're all a part of this. And so we're open to actually hearing from God ourselves. Too often we think that, people, that, that you're here this morning to hear from a man of God, the Word of God. And yes, that will come. But we are all men and women of God. And God wants to speak and He wants to use you. You are His voice. And, uh, and too often we kind of think we're going to hear God's voice audibly or, you know, to, to get anything from God, it's got to be audible or it's got to be a flash of lightning or a, 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 a thundercloud or a trumpet blast. In actual fact, it can often just be a thought. Very simple thought comes into your mind, particularly when you start to ask Him, God, what is it you want to say? I want to hear from you, God. What is it that you want to bring today? What is it that you've got? What's the message that's on your heart for your people? Or what's the message on your heart for somebody this morning? And so we're going to close our eyes. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for you. And then you're going to start to text me and stop trying to rationalise things and trying to make it all logical. It could be irrational. Look, look, here, here's some of the meanings. The, the prophetic, let's go to the prophecy, McLaren. Uh, prophecy is the ability to receive and to communicate an immediate message of God to His people in a divinely anointed utterance in a known language to encourage, to strengthen and to comfort you. That's the prophetic. Now, why can't God do that through you? Why should it always be somebody else 
Why can't it be you? And let's not just be the receiver, let's be the giver. I'm trying to start something here that is actually going to help us moving forward as a church because we need encouragement today, we need strengthening today and we need comforting. And too often we kind of feel like, well, a nice worship song is going to cut it or a nice preacher is going to cut it. No, actually, actually, you hearing from God and bringing a message from God for somebody, I think it's going to cut it. In the last days, God's going to pour out His Spirit. How do you know when the Holy Spirit is being poured out? Because you speak in tongues? No. Because you will prophesy and you will dream dreams and you'll have visions pouring out of the Holy Spirit. Prophecy, dreams and visions. When the Holy Spirit comes on your life, there will be prophecy, dreams and visions. And it's the last days kind of thing. It's the last days dynamic. In Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit came on the disciples, what happened? Fire fell on their heads, you know, like it looked like fire falling on their heads and they began to speak in tongues. They went out and they began to speak in a native language of another language that wasn't theirs and people thought they were drunk. But hang on a minute, how come they're speaking our language? That was for them. And there's nothing wrong with a prayer language and speaking in tongues and God doing that again, absolutely. But you really wanna know when the Holy Spirit's gonna be poured out is when there's actually the prophetic that's released in the church and prophetic that's released amongst a community, not just of believers, but for, uh, for unbelievers as well. Amazing. God begins to speak. So, uh, of, and, and it might not just be prophecy, it could also be a word of knowledge. What's a word of knowledge? Well, have a look at this, a supernatural revelation by the Holy Spirit of certain facts in the mind of God that are unknown to the receiver. A supernatural revelation by the Holy Spirit of certain facts in the mind of God that are unknown to the receiver. So you get something from God that's unknown to you. It's kind of like out there. The other day, um, Tim Stewart, we were at Connect Group. Tim Stewart had a word for somebody. He didn't know who he was having the word for. And he started talking about um, this idea of, uh, of a basketball and the basketball shooting three point three pointers uh, in the basketball hoop and how that for whoever that person was for, that uh, God's hands were on your life and you were, God was uh, aiming you and directing you uh, like uh, just uh, three pointers all the time. Your life's just gonna be three pointers. Well, uh, Tim then says, well, you know, okay, who's that for? And and uh, the um, one, one of our Connect Group girls, Vicky, uh, she puts her hand up. She goes, oh, that's for me. And it's really interesting because I was a basketballer and that's what I used to do. My forte was three pointers. I mean, how accurate is that? Isn't that amazing? And so, uh, you know, and it's not just about, that's the word of knowledge. But the, the prophetic is actually the idea of what was that? What's that word of knowledge about? All right, so the, just being God's, making you a three-pointer, like you're a three-pointer, you know, something special, something unique on your life. That's what God's wanting to do. You understand what I'm saying? So just a little bit of an explanation, really. So anyway, start texting. I'll try and find my phone somewhere. Um, 
All right, you with me? I probably do need the lectern if that's alright. Thanks, Jess. Just put my stuff on. Okay, here we go. Good. Coming through. I just want to share with you just a thought before we get into it because it gives you a bit of time. Oh, by the way, also, hey, look, let's do something a little bit different as well. Is I want you to think about not just the prophetic, what is God you're wanting to say? Thanks, Jess. But also, I want you to think think about what is it that God wants to do when we're singing this is a house of miracles why not believe for miracles today why not actually believe that God might want to use you to actually see somebody step into an incredible miracle in their life like a healing for example so there is another thing that we can do and that is to actually just to close our eyes have we prayed yet did we pray or not we didn't we need to So let's do this after I've done this. Close your eyes. I want you to picture the silhouette of a human body. Right from from the top of the head, right down to the bottoms of the feet. I want you to ask God, God, show me where uh, the pain is. Show me where the the issue is that that somebody might have in this room this morning. And give me the name for it. It might be a name that you don't even understand or whatever, but give me a name for it. It could be, I'm not not even going to give you um, ideas. I don't want to put ideas in your head. Just simply, what will happen is your mind will go quickly to that particular point of pain and that silhouette of that human body. And when that happens, uh, there'll be a name or you'll, you'll sense that you know something on the left hand or left arm or right arm or left leg or whatever and then um, and then give the issue like what what is the issue so God what's the issue what's the problem what is that pain all about and uh, and then once you've got that you can um, text me that as well and let's see what God wants to do he may want to heal somebody this morning well I know he does he may want to use you as you see that happen. So Father, we just open, God, we we know that this is not a structured dynamic, uh, but God, we know that you are uh, structural in every way. And Father, we're believing, we're believing this morning for the anointing of God that this truly would be a house of miracles this morning, that this would be a moment of seeing you at work in this place, we're so, so grateful, God, that you are an active God. You're not just passive. You're an active God and you want to do something powerful in this place today. So Lord, use us. Speak. Give us ideas. Give us thoughts. Help us to see the pain of other, that others are carrying and to see them healed today in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I, I just want to share with you one little wee thought before the text uh, read out. We're going to read them out. I'm going to read them out, and then we're going to go through a bit of a process of really uh, seeing how um, what God wants to do. It's kind of a funny situation, isn't it? Because you kind of want to you want to be structured, but you've got to be unstructured. You kind of want to be going with what God is wanting and yet you've still got things that you want to say and things that you want to bring uh, and so I'll just 
bring uh, to the table just something very quickly because I only want to do 20 minutes. We've, we've given time, more time for this, but it's 20 minutes message, which is just about, I've got eight minutes to go and then we're into 20 minutes of ministry. That's cool, eh? Only eight minutes. We can do this, people. We don't have to go for hours. We can get into it and let's watch what God's going to do. So you just keep thinking about what God's wanting to say. Text me and uh, let's go for it. All right. Here's the thought. Where is it? Two Kings, I think it is, chapter four. Two Kings, chapter four. The wife of a man from the company of prophets cried out to Elisha, your servant, my husband is dead and you know that he revered the Lord, but now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slave. Something they did in those days. When uh, the mortgage wasn't paid, they would take the kids. Pretty heavy duty, isn't it? Elisha replied to her, how can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all, she said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elisha said, go around and ask all your neighbours for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into all the jars. And as each is filled, put it to one side. And she left him and shut the door behind her and her sons. And they brought her the jars to her and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me another one. But he replied, there is not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. Number one. Here's point number one. The widow only had one small jar of olive oil, yet she was instructed to pour it out. That in itself is an amazing thought. Even though she only had a small jar, the prophet said, I want you to pour it out. Well, you would kind of go, well, it's my only jar. Like I got nothing but this small jar of oil. And he says, pour it out. You've got to be kidding me. In the last days, God's going to pour out His Holy Spirit. Now, you might kind of feel like right now that you've got a little jar of oil in your life. By the way, oil is representing the Holy Spirit. That's what oil represents, is the Holy Spirit. Every time the, the word oil is mentioned in Scripture, it always represents the Holy Spirit. When we pray as elders, we anoint with oil. And we often say this oil is a representation, is symbolic of the Holy Spirit coming to work in your life, to bring healing in your life. And it's just a dab. It's just a little dab of oil. And yet, because of its symbolism, because of what it represents, the power of the Holy Spirit, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. It is so much more than just the little jar of oil that we hold in our hand. And you might not have much today. You might even say to God, I got nothing. Many people do when it comes to even the prophetic or the word of knowledge or, or, or even this ability of faith. I have nothing. Hey, it only needs to be as small as what? And what can it do? Yeah, it can move mountains. There's an, uh, God's, God's gonna pour out on that which you have. 
I've got to be honest with you, I don't feel like I've got much. I, th- I feel, you know, I'm a Nelson boy, born in Nelson, grew up in Nelson, been in Nelson all my life, two years in the fifth form, you all know that stuff, you know, rah, rah, what do you do, Brent? Carry on, carry on, get over it. Well, the issue with it, or the dynamic with it is I don't feel like I'm much at all. It's, it's like coming to God and saying, God, I have nothing, but I do know that there's a small amount of oil of oil that you have given me. And as I pour it out, God, that's all I need. That's all I need. And that's all you need. What have you got? I got a little amount of oil. I got, I, I got something of the Holy Spirit. I don't, I don't know the full entirety of all of that, but I know that I have a little a little bit, pour it out. And, and, and this is the thing, like we're taught one plus one equals two, two plus two equals two, sorry, four. Four, that was too quick. My maths didn't quite keep up. But in God's kingdom, one will chase a thousand. And two, it's not 2,000. He says, It goes from 1,000 to 10,000. One will chase 1,000, two will chase 10,000. God's kingdom is exponential and He will multiply your oil. He will multiply your seed, whatever you're willing to sow for the kingdom of God. If you trust Him, there is something of a little bit of oil that that, that, that begins to be poured out as you pour it out. Something supernatural begins to take place. Number two, this poor widow woman became a distribution channel for the Kingdom of God with just one small jar of oil. She became a distribution channel. Let God use you, even if it is just a small jar of oil because your small little jar of oil is all that's needed to unlock a mighty river of the Kingdom of God because the Kingdom of God is a river. It's not a swamp, it's a river and it can flow through your life, absolutely. It's the oil that is needed, that's the demand, the power of the oil, the power of the Holy Spirit, the anointing of God on your life. And number three, even in the midst of your, her own problems, this is really important, even in the midst of her own problems, she was the solution. She was a solution. God gave her supernatural abundance, resources and provision because she obeyed His Word and she was poor no more. She was poor no more. Oh man, like the times when we've been, even in our own little connect group and we've been kind of going, okay, God, what do you wanna say? And, and, And I think Ashley the other day, where's Ashley? Ashley the other day, I hope you don't mind me guys connect, you know, this, sorry, it's not, Things that happen at Connect Group aren't meant to come onto the stage, I know, so that it's all made public. Uh, It's not meant to shut you down, but it's actually meant to encourage you. But Ashley said to the guys, hey guys, I just really kind of feel like um, God's showing me. And he he got quite passionate. In fact, he got quite teary and emotional, like a blubbering mess. No, no, just kidding, not that far. But he got quite emotional with it and said, guys, I really feel like that um, God's wanting us to anoint your businesses with oil that you'd actually you know, go, go to work the next day or whenever and actually get around and, and anoint the businesses with oil. And, you, and I, I went home thinking, man, 
what an interesting dynamic that there is actually steps of, of, of simple obedience. But to be honest, it's probably hard to do. One of the reasons for that is because spiritual, spiritual, prob, spiritual problems require spiritual obedience to get the answers that are needed. And too often what happens is we dial down on the spiritual dynamic of working out what it is that we need to do because it's a little bit weird. It's a little bit funky. It's kind of like not what I'm used to. It's uh, like the other day, you know, we've had a lot, long time out of our house, right? Floods and all that sort of stuff. Uh, it was about 16 months. And you know what we decided to do? Here's a no-brainer for you. We decided to call in the elders. And as soon as we called in the elders and as soon as they prayed, the next day, something changed. We're, by the way, we're in our house now, officially, officially in our house, Just wanna, which is awesome. We're not allowed upstairs, but we're allowed downstairs. And, uh, and, and seriously, the, the change happened when we called the elders in to pray and thinking, why the heck didn't we do that right from the start? I mean, how dumb can you be? And, and I think that, that ultimately there are some things, spiritual, aren't, there are spiritual things that require spiritual obedience to get the spiritual results or to even the natural results that you need. So what is it that you've forgotten? What is it that you have missed out? What is it that you haven't done yet that you know God's been asking of you to actually see the result that you're wanting? You're still praying for the result. You're still wanting the miracle, but God's actually asked you of some things. And it might've been, look, Naaman, seven times, I want you to go dip in the river seven times, you'll get rid of your leprosy. Well, Naaman goes nuts. He says, no way, I'm not going into that river. There's way out better rivers elsewhere. Why can't I just go to those rivers? And, and, and so then there was this call to, hey, hey, Naaman, you really need to sort your life out. Like, like, like he's, all you have to do is go into the river and dip seven times, that's it. Oh no, I can't do that. I'm a, I'm a commander of an army, of the Assyrian army. I can't do that. Anyway, he finally does and he gets healed. But there are some things that God asks us to do. Like go and get some jars. Go get the empty jars. So this widow goes and gets all the jars that are in the neighbourhood till there's nothing, no, no jars left. And then she just pours it out, pours it out, pours it out until the jars have been filled. And then the oil stopped and then she had enough. Supernatural abundance, resources and provision because she obeyed the Word. She obeyed the Word. Are we obeying the Word of God? Great, great thought. Thank you. Let's get into this. Here we go. How was that? Oh man, I was just over, guys. Sorry. All right, here we go. Wow. Okay, I'm scrolling down. Because I've got to start at the beginning, first up. I feel like the Lord wants someone to know that He's not done. He's not done. He hasn't had the final word and the story isn't over. I love that. He hasn't had the final word and the story isn't over. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that whoever that might be for, Lord God, that they would know what it is to grab a hold of that word today. Can I ask you as a receiver, that when, when you kind of feel like, man, that I could actually take that on board, please do. Please take it on board. Please receive it. 
and let God let God encourage you, the strength and comfort and encourage you with the word this morning. Uh, <coughs> Reuben Nemo. <coughs> Reuben Nemo, where's Reuben? Uh, this is an interesting one, Reuben. Sensitivity to food is not your future. <laughs> Bring it on in Jesus' name, be healed. In the name of Jesus, whatever you're insensitive to, oh no, whatever you're sensitive to, we pray healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, Shelly and Tim. Tim. Shelly was here somewhere. Oh, they're up there on the side of the stage. Are you hearing this, Shelly? Oh, good. Uh, Shelly and Tim, you are God's mouthpiece. God is using you individually and as a couple far deeper and wider than you can see in the natural. In this next season, God wants to advance your prophetic gifting. Keep stepping out. Keep being faithful. Keep uh, keep loving Jesus and stay keeping the main thing, the main thing. I also feel to encourage you to not stop praying or praying in tongues. There we go. Cool. Uh, okay, there is pain and tightness in someone's jaw. Okay, we're gonna change track just slightly, go into a bit of a healing moment. There is pain and tightness in someone's jaw. It's a work of the enemy and a spiritual attack. So, by the way, I haven't read, read, read these, right? So we're just going cold, cold. We're going in cold and we're going in hot and heavy. Here we go. It's actually a work of the enemy and a spiritual attack where he has wanted to stop you from proclaiming the truth and the power of the Word. We break that spirit of silence off you in Jesus' Name. We declare freedom and a change in your current circumstance. Is there anybody here who feels that? Who senses the pain and tightness in their jaw? Pain and tightness in the jaw. Somebody over here? All right. I'm I'm gonna... um, Who's the person that gave the Word? I don't know the... Just came up as okay, uh, Rebecca. Right, Rebecca, come on up and would you like to pray for this wonderful dear lady here? That's awesome. You want to just come? What you could do is you could just stand up and come out to the aisle. That's probably easier. Um, Also, you've got a sore wrist. You what? Got a sore everything. Well, I I, wasn't a word of knowledge, by the way, about the wrist. I saw the thing on your hand. All right, Rebecca's going to pray for you, dear girl. That's awesome. Powerful, awesome, amazing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All right, so we'll do that and we'll just carry on. Uh, Word for the men in the church. There are men in here who are strong, tall, broad. Thank you. (laughs) Who Who physically are considered strong. But there are many who are carrying a weight too heavy. <laughs> Remember, I haven't read these. Okay, I don't know where this is going. All right, let's bear with me. A burden that they think they can carry themselves because they are strong. Oh yeah, that's good. God is saying this morning, hand it over. It is not your burden and weight to carry. You aren't weak handing it over to God. He wants you to live in freedom. Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30, Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Wow, that's a great word, isn't it? Men, men, that's for you. I mean, for us. 
great word. Okay. Uh, for someone, a season, is, a season is finishing. The time of sowing is done. Your efforts and labours, labours have been needed to get the seed into the field. Now is a time of rest, though it is short. God has started to make that seed flourish into fruit. The sight of the fruit will be pleasant to see, but without the effort of harvesting, the fruit will, not, will, will, will rot in the field. Soon the harvest will come and let us join together to gather the harvest. He said to them, to be sure, there is a large harvest, but there are few workers. Therefore plead with the Lord of the harvest that the speed work, the speed workers that He speed workers out to gather in His harvest. Awesome word, powerful, amazing. Okay. Uh, okay, someone with a damaged scaphoid. Scaphoid, scaphoid. What's a scaphoid? Anyone know? Scaphoid. Is it scaphoid? Wrist? wrist. Someone with a damaged wrist. Um, so that's what came to them. Is anyone? Maybe this girl is getting a, maybe she's getting a double whammy or something right now. But is there anybody else with a damaged wrist? It's not, you know, like it's just not repairing. There's something, maybe you've broken it at some point and it's just not kind of working for you. Anybody? Anybody? Yep. Cliff? Got a damaged wrist. Anybody else? Okay. Ashley, where is Ashley? Ashley, you're going to pray for her. Pray for Cliff. Is that all right? Oh yeah, Cliff, come on up on this. No, you don't have to come up on the stage. I'm just kidding. Come on out though into the aisle there so Ashley can pray uh, pray for you. Oh, the reason why I said Ashley is because uh, I know Ashley's in my phone. I know who it was that brought it. All right. Um, I'm really believing that when God begins to highlight these dynamics that He actually does want to bring healing into that person's life. God wants to break the here's somebody. God wants to break the power of negative words over people and families. Words have been spoken over our parents and our children. These words are lies from the devil and we break them off in Jesus name. In Jesus name. That's awesome. Ask God to create a right spirit within you. God knows what you need more uh, more than you do. Pray, God, create a right spirit within me. Also, is there sausage sizzle today? <laughs> All right, somebody here who's got uh, on their left hand, their left hand arthritis in their hand. Um, Left hand fingers, arthritis. Anybody? I'm going to pray for you. Anybody? Arthritis in the left hand. Over here? All right. Grace, you want to uh, come on out? Uh, and who, who? Oh, James. Who's James? James, you brought that word? Do you want to go and pray for Grace? Awesome. Come against that arthritic condition in Jesus' name. If there's anybody else that has that problem as well, just go and see James over there while he's praying. Fantastic. Okay, uh, healing for an Anna. I don't know which Anna. There's a few Annas here. 
they're saying, I don't know which Anna, but healing for Anna. Uh, something of her in her mind, maybe a dark memory or thinking habit that is either broken or stuck. The Holy Spirit wants to free and heal that pain or memory and use that victory to help heal others in similar pains. I pray, Father, for that particular Anna, Father, that there would be uh, just a recognition of that memory, uh, God, just that stuckness, uh, all that brokenness in Jesus' name, the Holy Spirit wants to free you and heal that pain and that memory so that you're able to use that victory to help heal others in similar pain in Jesus' name. Believe for that in Jesus' name. Here we go. I'm praying for healing and wholeness for anyone who is battling with addiction, for a renewing of the mind, for a fresh energy to believe for healing and not just accept the norm. A prayer for protection in this area over the summer that you would find a new joy in life, giving adventure and fun. There is far more beyond all that is holding you back. Lean into the relationships that champion you. The Lord is always with you. So Father, every person that's dealing with addiction right now, right now in the Name of Jesus, may they know what it is to let go of the, sh the shame of it and the guilt of it in the Name of Jesus, that there would be victory today victory that enables them and empowers them under the grace of God. We don't deserve it. We don't deserve His grace. It's a work of grace and there's a work that God wants to release in your life. And I pray that it be activated right now in the Name of Jesus. That there'll be things miraculous. This is a house of miracles, by the way. And there's a miracle coming into your house and into your life that you would, that you would be able to withstand the work of the enemy in the Name of Jesus with victory, with power, with that little jar of oil, enough to be able to pour it out, enough to be able to surrender it to Christ and for Him to actually come and bring that healing from the brokenness of your life. In Jesus' Name. In Jesus' Name. A weight lays heavy on the heart of many this Christmas time. Find peace to enjoy the festive season in our Lord God. Press into this Scripture. Come to me, all you who, you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Have I read this already? I did, eh? At the start. That's awesome. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's a great word for this time of the year, isn't it? Eh? Um, healing for wrist pain. Years of arthritis, arthritic struggles. Anybody got arthritic struggle in their wrist? Years of wrist pain. We're not just talking just a, a, a moment, but years of pain in their wrist. Anybody? Just raise your hand high. I'll get a person to come and pray for you. Is there anybody at all? Wrist? I can, can you just turn the lights up a little bit? Uh, McLaren, that'd be awesome so I can see. Is there anybody at all responding to that? Years of wrist pain. Wrist pain in your wrist? Over here. Oh, okay, cool. All right, um, Jared, you want to go pray for Joe? Cool, thanks. Okay, here's a, another word. I'm not sure who it's for, but just take it. If, it's for, if you believe it's for you, get ready, my son. Okay, so it's probably the guy. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. I'm about to pour out into you a greater measure. 
Out of you will flow rivers of life, giving water. Presence of God, the power of God and the healing work of God. In Jesus' Name, awesome. Um, to a, a, a couple struggling to have children. There's a couple here in the church who are struggling to have children, feeling disappointment, feeling sadness. Know that timing is in the Lord's hands and He is with you. Be at peace and trust in Him and He will give you the desires of your heart. Give you the desires of your heart. So uh, a great word for uh, maybe a couple here who are uh, a bit disappointed in that regard. Um, For Phil, Phil Eagle. Here Here we go, Phil. You have a hammer. You have a hammer on your hand as you strike it down like representing decisions or choices there is a ripple effect that goes out like when a stone lands in water there will be an anointing on those ripples Uh, also uh, look at the story of Elisha and the floating axe head it's part of that uh, thought let's go away fantastic Uh, Okay, here's a word from McLaren. McLaren's down the back on the screens there. McLaren. I see a picture of a foot with toes. That's good. (laughs) Sorry, I shouldn't, I I should really read the whole thing. I shouldn't stop at uh, those places. I see a picture of a foot with toes dipped in the sand. That's better, right? That's that's better. Then a wave comes and washes to part the way up. Then a wave comes and washes to part the way up foot. I feel you are right on the edge. Your foot is half in the sand and half in the water. You're dipping your toes in the water. You get to choose where you put your foot next. Are you going to start walk or are you going to start walking forward into the waves or are you going to walk backwards and stay on the sand? Full submersion, dive in. Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. You like that? Did you like that, McLaren? That's good, eh? That was awesome. Okay, uh, this is for Alicia. Before the message, I saw a teapot pouring tea in a steady stream. And God said, as you pour out into others, so I am pouring into you. As you refresh others, as a cup of tea refreshes. Anybody for a cup of tea? Cup of tea refreshes. So I will continue to refresh you. Keep pouring. And just like the oil, the tea will not run out. How cool is that? Um, okay, uh, now the same person is, uh, believes that they've seen something of tinnitus in somebody's right ear and rheumatoid arthritis in the right shoulder. Okay, so tinnitus in the right ear. ear. Is there anybody here? Tinnitus in the right ear? Ruby? Really? You're too young to have that? What the heck? Okay, let's pray for you. Um, And over here as well, tinnitus in the right ear. Okay, do you want to come up the front here? Come and stand by Ruby because we're going to pray for you. Is that right? Yep, come on up. Ruby, do you want to just stand up? Awesome. Um, And then... Uh, Jess, Jess, was that you? Jess, Jess, do you want to come and pray for these ladies? Anybody else with the tinnitus? Don't miss out. Thank you, Lord. 
rheumatoid arthritis in the right shoulder. Anybody? The right shoulder. Rheumatoid arthritis in the right shoulder. Don't be shy. Don't ask for prayer after the service. Too late then. Uh, I know, uh, I have to say it because it happens so often. Anybody? Rheumatoid arthritis in the right shoulder? Anybody think they're going to get... No, I'm just kidding. Okay, uh, prophecy for healing for a person here. Declaring healing. I'm declaring healing for endometriosis. Endometriosis, I think that's right. This person is so over the pain, so over the surface healing, so over pretending that they are coping. Jesus in His incredible perfect love wants to start reducing the pressures that this person has put on themselves, on herself and her life. He wants to lift the burden and He wants to heal the unredeemed pressure and pain that has been left by the lies that others have spoken over you or over her in the past. He is here to bring this person freedom, a path with Him that brings freedom, not only from pain, but from guilt, condemnation, fear, and fear of failure. Uh, A note from me, the texter, big hugs, girlfriend, God's got this. It's gonna be okay. (laughs) All right, so uh, let's just pray. Father, I just pray for that healing to come right now in Jesus' name. God, I thank You that this is a house of miracles. We declare this is a house of miracles and we're declaring healing for for endometriosis. Father, we declare Your healing power in the Name of Jesus. I pray that as part of that healing process that all fear, all anxiety, all pressure would, would, would subside in the Name of Jesus so that healing can take place in Jesus' Name. That's a great word, by the way. Uh, hey Brent, I saw a picture. It was a bird's eye view of Annisbrook building and streams of water started streaming out of it in all directions. It started to run down all the streets nearby and spread. I think it could mean that Annisbrook is going to be a catalyst for people to experience a fresh wave of joy, peace, love and ultimately come to know His presence. Well, this is what this is about, right? It's awesome. For Jennifer Payne, who's Jennifer? Jennifer, God wants to say to you today, He sees you, He hears your prayers for your family, particularly your children. Your children uh, are yours for a purpose. Don't stop praying for them. Proverbs 31, 28, her children arise and call her blessed and that day is coming in Jesus' name. Sally, is Sally Sally here somewhere? Just, Just raise your hand quickly so I can see. Sally. Sally here? No, Sally. Uh, Sally. There's hope in the future, healing for your shoulder. Full movement will be restored in Jesus' name. So there we go. Uh, a word for Stella. Stella, you're still here? Are you, are you in the back there too, Stella? Come hither. This is for you. Um, There is a powerful anointing on your life. The Lord has so much more for you. There is the roar of a lion inside of you that is yet to be released. God is calling this out and it will come in power and authority to shake the spiritual realm and to set people free. Don't underestimate your voice and God's anointing on it. It's a weapon of warfare. 
Awesome Word. Father, I pray for Stella right now, God. She'd know what it is to receive that Word in power. Thank You, Jesus. Thank You, Lord, that Your hand is on her life and on Joe's life as well, her fiancé. And just pray, Father, they would become a powerhouse together in Jesus' Name. Amen. Amen. Um, Hi, Brent. To the Annersbrook Youth Boys, keep up the brotherhood and each other. Keep hugging. (laughs) Sounds like a word from me, doesn't it? Keep hugging. It's okay to cry and just be you. Keep the brotherhood alive. Johnny, if I had said that to you when you were in the youth, you would have gone, oh, yuck, that's horrible. What the heck? Right? You've become an absolute turnaround. That's amazing. So, Annersbrook Youth Boys, no, wrong, no, no problem with hugging and crying. That's so cool. I love it. Uh, this is for anyone and everyone. God is willing and able. God is willing and able. Don't try to do everything yourself or go to God as, as a last resort. Oh man, such a good word. Go to Him early. Go to Him early. There we go. There's a good word, eh? Just go to Him early and ask Him for help. Ephesians 3.20 is the Scripture, which is a great Scripture. God is able to do far more than you can ever think of, dream of, imagine, because of the power of the Holy Spirit at work in your life. Pretty much that's it. Uh, then continue to praise Him and show gratitude. You are blessed. I see the silhouette of a person I saw was dancing with joy and freedom. Maybe just had healing in their feet or legs or, or needs healing in their feet or legs so that they can dance again. Anybody feel like they, they want to dance again? Helen? Anybody else? I want to dance again. My feet aren't moving like they should be. Oh, Father, I just pray. I pray for, for Helen and, and others too, Lord God, that are responding this morning. Just pray in the name of Jesus. You'd set them free. Don't you dance, Helen? I see you dancing out in the aisle. Oh, well, you are a real groover, were you, in your day, eh? Hey? What sort of dancing did you do? Twisting in ballet, Helen. Bring out the tutu again, eh? Bring out those ballet shoes, eh? Eh? Come on, you can do it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Here's a word from uh, somebody. What you have in your hand feels insignificant. This is to somebody here this morning. Feels insignificant. It feels small and it feels worthless. But God wants you to know that He is in your hands and He wants to work through you. Trust in Him. Brilliant. Amazing. Okay, here's, wow, okay. Uh, Where is your ultimate space? Most effective marketplace for you. For you you to be the autonomously enabled person to live and be what? Okay, so Matua Kore, what is, uh, okay, Eo, is that God, is it? Okay, Eo, cool, thank you. Uh, What God has created you to be, are you walking into the prophecy to God, that God has gifted you the skills to be and to become? Are you waiting, hoping for the moment, or are you actively pushing yourself beyond your comfort zone, meeting Eo God, where you need to be in the spaces, Eo God really, really needs you. 
This is the place He wants us. Not just enough, not acceptable, not fitting the general uh, mould of who you should be, but being who Il has created you to be. Abundance. Because it's just, it's pretty powerful. And uh, and I think you're going to read it better than me. What? I, I think they're both awesome, man. I mean, we haven't got to that one yet, have we? So we're just, uh, so, oh, that's a new that's a new one. Oh, sorry, I did give you that one. Oh, yeah, you read that out. Thanks. Watch one, this one here. Yeah, that one there. Yeah. Okay, so this is a word I got just before. Um, our region is called, oh, should I just read it? Yeah, I'll just read the words. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be here forever. Our region, so our, our region is called Te Tawihu o Te Waka, uh, which is the prow of, of Awaka, referring to the South Island being the Waka of Maui. A Tawihu is the prow. On the prow, there's always something called Apito Whakare. That's a, it's like a, um, a figurehead, a figurehead that always sits at the front of Awaka. Um, it's generally an acknowledgement of an ancestor of the people in that waka um, to provide inspiration. Uh, not to worship, but to provide inspiration for the people in the waka. It's always a figurehead. A story that I've just heard from our Komatu, our older people in this region, is because we've had issues with the name of Tobihu in this region. Is it one word? Is it two words? I won't get into it. It's political. It's funny. It's funny, but it's a long story. But what I heard from one of our aunties just recently is the word for the word tawihu, if you break it down, you don't always do this in Māori, but if you break it down, the word tau means to settle, means to be comfortable, means to land, to relax. Um, so the car park is called a taunga waka, the resting place for your car. It's cute, it's cute. Um, so that's tau. And then the word for ihu is nose. The word for Jesus is ihu. Ihu kraiti. And our region is to ihu. If you break that down, it's the idea for, in a Māori worldview of our waka, the first thing that touches land from the moana is the ihu of that figurehead. That's this place. That's our region. The idea that hit me over here before is our word for Jesus is Ihu Kuraiti. And the idea of that word is God's presence having a hungi with our land. It's His nose on our land. Which we also understand biblically, it's the sharing of life. It's how the life comes through as well. This is an awesome example and an awesome demonstration of our Māori and our world within the church weaving together, being the same thing, the two worlds, not being two worlds, but actually acknowledging that it's one, that it's one world of people being people. And that was, that was just the first message. Don't have to read the second one. <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome, man. Wasn't that cool? So good. Thank you, Jesus. 
we really need to finish, Jared. You've held me up too long. That's a great note to finish on. I mean, there's so many words, guys. Again, if you did get a word for somebody and I didn't read it out, go to them. Just catch them in the foyer or something like that and just say, hey, I had this for you. That'd be good. All right, Rebecca, come on. Yeah, I'm going to try. I was just checking. <laughs> Were you trying to sneak up then? Or what I, were you trying I was to trying to read the room and it was a bit tricky, but yeah, yeah, then yeah, you invited yeah. me, so it was great. All right, shall I pray, eh? Yeah. And then you can finish off. Father, I just thank you for this morning. Thank you for your word that's so alive and so active. Your, the written word and, and the, 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 the revelation word. And Father, I just pray, uh, Lord God, that you would do a work in our hearts, do a work in our lives, that you would equip us for what's ahead. God is equipping you, the church, for what's ahead. This isn't some kind of idea that's just a nice kind of fluffy feeling of a morning. Actually, it's an equipping and an understanding that God wants to use you. He wants to use you in this community. He wants to use you in this nation. And I pray that, Father, that, uh, that we truly would be, Lord, all of what you've called us to be. That we would know what it is to understand the signs and the times, the signs of the times. And to know, Lord God, that you are calling us into a prophetic edge uh, for our for our community and for our nation. Lord, lead us, I pray in this in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what the next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at info at or visit our website.